Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Thanks a million for listening to our podcast. Before you actually jump into today's episode, I want to tell you about a new resource that I've created called Connect. Our market has changed dramatically. Our world has changed dramatically. The last couple of weeks and especially the last couple of months continue to serve up to us change. I created Connect as a resource to help guide people through the challenging environments in which we find ourselves and to make sure that you and your business come out stronger on the other end than you were before this whole thing started. Click the link in the podcast show notes to sign up and learn more about Connect. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. What is one decision you need to make that'll change your life forever? Because here's the reality, right? We've got, I'm gonna throw a map up here on the screen, and, and this is kind of what's going on in our life right now, right? We gotta make some, some decisions tonight, we gotta ask some questions tonight, and uh, you know, one of the big things in your notes that I'd like you to fill out is this idea of where am I? Okay, so where am I right now? On this map of success, you know, where am I <clears throat> right now? And hopefully you followed the videos that I sent out over the last four weeks. You got kind of inspired by thinking about the answers to these questions, and you started doing some reflection. The second one is even more important than the first one, and that is, where am I going? Where am I going? Okay? And so when you write that in, you know, it should be very clear that you've got to answer that question. Your destiny is not given to you. It's constructed by you, which means you've got to answer the question, you know, where am I and where am I going? And then here's a very, very large question I think that's worth asking and, and really going deep on, and that is, how clear are my plans? Right now, you know, we've got low interest rates. We've got, uh, you know, a market where housing prices uh, are low. Uh, many of you are not following a plan because it's bountiful, right? It's, uh, the loans are falling in all over the place. You don't have to necessarily be real successful in a, a refinance, I mean, real purposeful in a refinance market to still do a lot of business. But as we talked about in the leadership group, how are you going to transition to a different purposeful kind of business? When we talk about how clear are my plans, how clear are your plans for your life? How clear are your plans for your, your, your spouse and your family? And, and how clear are your plans for your finances? And I was talking to three people today that said the number one thing they're going to make sure of is that all the money they're making right now, they save this time instead of spend, right? And so when we ask the question, how clear are, are our plans? You know, that's a big part of the success equation. And as we kind of transition through this piece of tonight, I want you to really be intentional about answering that question. Not only how clear are my plans, but this one's really important. How succinct is my strategy? When you're thinking right now about the business you want, the life you want, when you're thinking about you know, your financial investments, when you're thinking about real estate acquisition, when you're thinking about all these things that could be's and maybe ours and, and, and hopefully will becomes, what is the strategy to make that happen? You know, and on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you in your strategy, right? And then, and then finally, and, and I think this is most important, okay, and, and, and I think this is the big one, um, most importantly, do I believe? Do I believe? So, so let me just, um, as we think about the future, let me see you, let me see your hands, let me see you stand up. Do, I mean, do you believe, really, really believe that there is more to life 
for you right now than you're getting? Uh, if so, stand up. Let me hear you. If, you're, if you really believe that, is there more to life? <clears throat> how, many, how many of you um, at the top of your lungs believe you can be more than you are right now? So the big question is, how much do you believe? So let's take this home. Let's spend some time right now putting a plan together to take whatever you're thinking about tonight to the next level, okay? In your notes, your beliefs set you up for success or they set you back for failure. What I want you to think about tonight is how much about what you believe about the future is setting you up for success. Last year, we talked about the seven steps to set you up for success, and one of those was having a high belief in what your future was about, right? So between now and Saturday, I want to inspire you to think at a level you've really not ever, ever thought about. Next, becoming transparent is the first key to being transformed. And so tonight, I want this to be about honesty. I want this to be about just absolute purposefulness about what you need to do in your life and your business to take it to the next level. Listen, part of what I want to have happen is I want you to take off the cloak and kind of stop the posing and just kind of see maybe where we need to get real, where we need to get raw, you know, where we need to really kind of figure things out. And tonight's going to be about three things that are very intentional between now and the time that we stop. But before we go there, I want you to take a look at some rules that I have found to be very helpful in you know, executing plans and, and making dreams come true and doing the things that we know we want to have happen. In your notes, it says success rule number one, pay attention to what you want more of. Write that in. Pay attention to what you want more of. You know, if you want more love, give more love. Want more hugs, give more hugs. Want a different behavior, show a different behavior. You want loyalty, be loyal. It's the kind of things that we really have to take a look at and pay attention to what you don't want because there's a, a very important discovery that when you're not paying attention to what you want, you're doing the things that actually are creating what you don't want in your life. So if we could be intentional about this, if we could be purposeful about it, paying attention to what you want more of is a very, very important decision. Next. Life will meet your expectations, whatever those expectations are. Life will meet your expectations, whatever those expectations are. So it's interesting. I mean, if you expect success, you'll get it. If you expect rejection, you'll get it. If you walk out in the marketplace fearful, you will act fearful. If you walk out in, into the marketplace confident and comfortable, you will get, be confident and comfortable. And when you, when you really stop and think about this idea of life will meet your expectations, what expectations should you set right now for your life? What are some of the expectations for your job? What are some of the expectations for your, your marriage? What are some of the expectations for how you want to be a parent? What are those expectations? Are they listed? Are are they written out? Do you know what they are? And are you governing your behavior every day around those? Number three, you become what you think about. It's not a new idea, right? But what goes in comes out in terms of our behavior. You become what you think about. So what is your daily stream of kind of consciousness, right? I've worked with loan officers that are doing two loans a month, and I've worked with loan officers that are doing 102 loans a month. And I have to tell you something, there's a very real difference in the way they think. So in your notes, just write some of these kind of flip-flops as ideas. You know, is your daily stream of consciousness about gain or is it about loss? Write that in. Is your daily stream of consciousness about gain or is it about loss? Is it about win or is it about lose? You know, what are your thoughts as you cruise through the day? Is it about faith or is it about fear? Okay, is it about holding on or, or letting go? I mean, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about next, expecting or are you thinking about rejecting, getting rejected? Are you thinking about scarcity or abundance? 
rejection or redirection, wealth or poverty? What are the thoughts that are going through your mind every single day as you think about your stream of consciousness? And then the other thing, number four, I think, is a, is a very unique idea, and that is that you frame your reality. You frame everything that's going on right now, right? Everything in your life is, a, is an input into your brain, and you're framing it. I don't want to hear what's wrong with the economy. I want to hear what's right about it, right? I don't want to hear what's wrong with the housing market. I want to hear what's right about it. I don't want to hear what's wrong with your marriage. I want to hear what's right about it. I don't want to hear what's wrong with being a parent. I want to hear what's right about being a parent. I want us to be thinking about the fact that we frame our reality. And we don't know this, but there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thought leaders that precede me on this stage tonight that will say the very same thing decades and decades and centuries and centuries ago. This idea is you frame your reality. You choose how you're going to interpret life's events. You choose, Callum, right? You choose how to have four years of just rock and sock them, kind of just life-altering setbacks, and you come out of that just better because you what? You made the choice. And so I want you guys to get your head around that. And then number five, success rule number five, is it is totally irresponsible for us to not receive the good and the great and be held back <clears throat> by the doubt that both exist. It's irresponsible for us to not receive the good and the great and be held back by the idea that both don't exist. So what I want to do right now between now and the time we wrap up is I want to radically <clears throat> alter the way you think. And I want to do that around three areas, okay? We're going to get into three keys that will change your life as we cruise our way through our night together here. Okay, number one, key number one, three keys, three keys that will change your life. Number one is your purpose. And what I want you to know about purpose is this is your why, and it comes from your soul. So here's, here's really where I want to take you on this, okay? I want you to, to ask yourself, are you crystal clear? Are you crystal clear on this idea of what success is for? I mean, are you really clear on what success is for for you? Are you crystal clear? You know, why are you doing what you're doing? And, and then the second part is, are you crystal clear on why you're here? on why you're here. I think the clocks have become very clear in the last uh, four or five years on why they're here. And I think their purpose reveals itself. And I think that we have to look back at history and understand that purposeful behavior is a decision in time that can change your life for all time. But if we don't get our head around that and we don't get the fight and the fire on living our purpose each and every day, then the world will shape us and we'll become its statistic. I wrote down here, and, and it's in your notes, if you, want, if you want your life to be more than just making money, you have to do something that matters in the life of another. And that's what our business is about. I don't know if you comprehend it this way, but you are absolutely in the game-changing business. You're in the life-changing business. You wake up every day as a loan officer, and I would like you to never again think of yourself as a loan officer. I'd like you to wake up with a whole different attitude about you know, what you are and, and why you're doing what you're doing and, and, and what you're really in business to accomplish. You and I were on the phone, Linda, several months ago, and I wrote this down from Linda. I love what she said. And this is about what we should be about, right? She said, we get paid every day 
to make people's dreams come true. You're in the dream-making business. You're not in the loan business. And I don't know about you, but there are some days if you're just in the loan business that I'd kind of rather not be in the loan business. But if you're every day in the dream-making business, what is that going to be about for you? And how's that going to play out? And if you could have that kind of centered thought, that purposeful activity around making dreams come true, I don't know about you, but that fires me up. Does that fire you up? Through the toughest parts of these days and through all the new normals that we have to play, do you wake up so fired up you can't wait to go out and make another dream come true? And is that what you're thinking? And, and, and then even when there is setback, I think your purpose enlarges your victory. I had a chance three years ago to sit down with uh, Bethany Hamilton, and if you recall Bethany, she lost her, <clears throat> her arm to a, a shark in a surfing accident. Th that movie, Soul Surfer, is a very, very powerful movie on the importance of understanding that even in our darkest days, our purpose is what carries us through. So, so powerful. And her spirit as a human being is unbelievable when you're face to face with her. She actually believes she's better without her arm than she ever was with it. And I think that's true. That's the power of purpose. That's the power of what happens. And not that any of us want to get set up for adversity, but when it comes, it doesn't mean your purpose and the light of your purpose is extinguished. What it actually means is it might be getting even brighter. So figure out between now and Saturday, if you're not crystal clear on it, what your purpose is all about. And then let's go ahead and move to number two. Number two, the second key to this whole thing are your dreams. Your dreams are your what, and they come from your heart. And what I've learned is a lot of people are not defining their dreams. I've had coaching sessions with loan officers. What are your dreams? They don't have them. They don't know where they want to be in five years or 10 years or, or 15 years. They're not thinking bigger than they've ever thought. In high trust selling, we talk about the law of leverage, and the law of leverage is <clears throat> you're less likely to fail when you've told others you will succeed. But if I were to ask you just to produce right now your dreams, to produce them in writing, to, to show me exactly what you have that's showing that you're dreaming big, would you have it? Would it be on you? Would it be something that you could produce? And I want you, to, I want you in your notes, there's no limit, no limit to the size of your dream. There's guys on stage between now and Saturday that are closing 100 loans a month. Doesn't mean you have to, but I found it interesting in talking with one of them that he wants to get to 200 a month. That's a crazy wild dream, is it possible? Sure, it's a big dream. It doesn't mean it has to be your dream, but it is a dream. But you know what, that proves a lot of things, not the least of which is we're probably not dreaming big enough. And in our own community, our own zip code, our own company, our own area, our own geography, there are bigger dreams to have, right? There's nothing that should hold you back from a dream. And what I want to have happen again tonight is this button means something. The no excuse button means something. It's easy for adversity to take over your dreams and your goals. And yet the winners are the ones that take adversity, turn it into triumph. They see the challenge, they conquer it, and they go out and they change the world and they set records in and in despite of whatever setbacks they may have. And I want you to realize, again, as we took this pledge tonight and promised not to be about excuses, we have just day after day after day after day of world-class people showing us that everything speaks to why they shouldn't make something happen, and yet they made it happen. Are your dreams big enough? Are you getting through the adversity to make them happen? And when they don't work out, are you reloading and starting again? 
So this is a very, very important turning point because I think most of us, and I want you to take this the right way, are dream deficient. I, I don't think that we have crystal clarity on what we'd like to really make our life about. And, and, and yet you're here because you're plugged in, you're top producers, you're spending time here. All I'm asking you to do between now and Saturday is to think about dreaming really big.